Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! Hoskinen with the glove. Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point. James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chet. Joining you on Oilers Now, jam-packed show coming up for you today. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Before we get to the guest list, Brennan, i got to bring you in here right here, right now. What was that that we just opened up with? <laughs> uh, that's uh, Ready to Start by Arcade Fire. That's a, a song, a good Canadian group, of course. I think they dropped it in about 2010. But it is Wynn Butler's birthday today. He's the front man of the band. He's uh, appeared at many of the NBA celebrity play-in games at All-Star Weekend and stuff like that. So a uh, good uh, Canadian shout-out to start the show. Uh, all right. They're, are they, they're from Montreal, are they not? Yes, I believe so. 
You know, I have interviewed Sam Roberts from Montreal, but uh, I, you know what, you you got a curveball past me there. No clue on that one. If you had said Win Butler, I would have been like, okay, I remember uh, Bobby Butler was a baseball player. Uh, Jerry Butler uh, played for the Vancouver Canucks uh, back in the or maybe the Maple Leafs in the uh, Canucks early 1980s. Uh, Bobby Butler was a was he a center fielder, uh, light hitter. Didn't have a, a big bat, but had a lot of speed for the Kansas City Royals. But uh, that would have uh, the Butler always did it. There was now was there not a Rhett? Well, Rhett Butler was very famous from Gone with the Wind. Um, hmm. What was oh, there was a kicker for the Chicago Bears, Kevin Butler out of Georgia. Uh, my buddy, uh, Dr. Marty Morazic, one of the best concussion specialists in the business, uh, would be a big fan of Kevin Butler. Also uh, was a part of the Chicago Bears, one of the greatest football teams of all time back in the mid-1980s. This is Oilers Now. That's the sort of superfluous, useless information you get on this show. Uh, if you have any other butlers, feel free to text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Find everything you'll need from your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. Of course, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And speaking of the River Cree, now open the patio at the River Cree, uh, located on the north side of the casino. will be open every day from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m., a new addition to the River Cree family. And when the province gets fully back up and at them, River Cree will get back up and at them as well. Coming up on today's show, uh, what are we going to bang off? A quick couple clips from Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, and then uh, four guests very quickly in to uh, today's show. Former LA Kings assistant general manager now doing some work with Sportsnet, Mike Fuda, as well as Brian Lawton, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, now with the NHL Network. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, who also is the lead pandemic writer for Post Media out of Edmonton. And our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling, the one and only John Shannon. Uh, you can tweet us at any time at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is at Brendan with two E's. Escott with two T's. Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, not with the main group today over at Rogers Place. Uh, basically the same groupings as uh, yesterday. Uh, by the way, just as an FYI, for those of you that are counting at home, and we're going to do this quickly, uh, the Oilers active roster, uh, so these are the 22 players that uh, will just be kept active the rest of the way. Um uh, and because you can go above 22, depending upon the cap. Uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Yessa Pugliarvi, Keitan Haas, Dominic Cahoon, Kyrie Yamamoto, Gijar Kera, Devin Short, Josh Archibald, Zach Cassian, and Alex Chason. 11 forwards active as of the uh, conclusion of the trade deadline. Eight defensemen with the Oilers acquiring Dmitry Kulikov, uh, Nurse and Barry, Russell Larson, Jones and Bear, Kulikov currently in transit, and William Lagason, and then Smith, Koskin, and Stalock, three goaltenders. So eight, 11, and three. That does not, of course, include the injured Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who will obviously be activated. He will not count as one of the Oilers' four moves. You're allowed four moves after April the 10th, or sorry, 12th. 
Slater Cuckoo skating as well ahead of schedule. He uh, could end up getting activated as well off of IR. On Taxi Squad uh, right now, Neil Ennis Nygaard, Patrick Russell, and Ivan Bouchard, the Oilers, in theory, are allowed four recalls during the regular season. And then this year, when the season is over, they can bring up anybody from the farm, and that's important because they got some guys uh, bringing it on the farm right now. Our top story again for Legacy Heating and Cooling with no overtime rates and their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. So uh, that's what we're looking at. Quickly, we're going to do one clip here in the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Dave Tippett had these comments yesterday in the Oilers edition of Dmitry Kulikov. Gives us depth that defense. He's a veteran defenseman. Played a lot of games. Played kind of a real shutdown penalty kill role that uh, I think will help our group. You know, we've got to get him here, get him up and going before we figure out where exactly he fits in. But uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see when he gets here. But I like that he's a real. Good veteran. You talk to people about him. He's a real good pro. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Does whatever it takes to help a team win. And uh, so I think he'll, he'll be a benefit to our lineup. All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, head coach Dave Tippett, Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. At this time, we're going to go into an Oilers Now lineup report for North 49 Home Inspections, professional and thorough home inspections for the uh, Edmonton area and I guess what we'll do here is uh, talk a, a bit about you know again same sort of line combinations as yesterday for uh, the Oilers which meant that Leon Drysettle, Connor McDavid and Yessa Pugliarvi were together oh boy this would be a great time for the uh, computer to jam up on me right now I got to take a look at uh, uh, what I tweeted yesterday uh, we will let's, let's work uh, back let's work goaltender out so Smith Koskinen and Stalock are all active we fully expect Mike Smith to get Edmonton's next start the question is will it be against Vancouver or will it be against the Winnipeg Jets uh, no Ryan Nugent Hopkins on the ice for the second consecutive day. McDavid with Dreisaitl and Pugliarvi. Haas with Cahoon and Yamamoto. Uh, Kara, Archibald, and Chase Onel, uh They spent some time together. They were in the whites. And then Shore at center with Nygaard and Cassian. In that setup, uh, Joe Kim Nygaard would need to be activated because uh, he's currently not on the active roster. Neil Ennis, Turris, and Patrick Russell were in baby blue. They were the extras. On defense, uh, Nurse was with Barry. The Oilers had Jones paired with uh, Bear as well as Chris Russell and Larson, and then Lagasin and Evan Bouchard. So that's a complete look at the lineups over the course of the last uh, couple days. Uh, are we good to go here? Brendan. You betcha. Let's do it. We are pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by a gentleman that spent a number of years working with the Los Angeles Kings organization. My guess is you will hear his name resurfacing in the NHL in a management role sometime over the next 18 months or sooner. Sportsnet's Mike Futa. Mike, how are you doing? 18 months. <laughs> you, need, you need it happen before then? <laughs> 
<laughs> I almost fell off my chair. I hope you it didn't... happened before then. I'm running, out, I'm running out of makeup for this TV stuff. Oh, well, I'll tell you, nothing can help me when I'm on on the uh, the occasional nights when I'm on the panel. And uh, it, it, there's, you know, I, you can ski off my face. That's how much uh, has been applied. I don't know about you, but, you know, the old saying, it's tough to make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. So, uh, oh, yeah, well, you, you want to get back into it. Uh, how does, like, we just saw it today with the, the I was going to say with the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Buffalo Sabres bring in a guy with a little bit more experience uh, to work in their organization. I mean, how, you know, and, and we'll get you to comment on the trade deadline, but how important is it to have, uh, you know, to, to sort of keep keep the trap lines up to, to see about potential availabilities and openings uh, within organizations? Well, it's, it's huge. And, I mean, I think the Sportsnet thing has been, it's kind of been a godsend. I mean, Elliot Freeman and John Davis had recommended to me moons back, and it was something I, I, I didn't want to get painted as a media guy because my passion is, being back and you know getting back into the management side of things however i've really enjoyed it i mean you find yourself again you're watching games with a purpose you're uh you know you're reaching out i mean i don't want to be i'm never going to be the scoop guy uh but i you know it's just been a great great opportunity to watch some games get some insight tell some stories and uh, i've really enjoyed it i mean i've met some incredible people on the other side whether there be ex-players or you know jennifer botterell and caroline cameron these people they've been just outstanding so it's it's been fun. Uh, had some really good chemistry with uh, made good friends with Kenny Reid, and uh, we've been just having a lot of fun doing it. So uh, again, have, watching hockey with a purpose, keeping my name out there, trying not to offend too many people on the other side, and be critical of situations because I know what it's like to be on that side of things. But that being said, you know if you got to try and speak the truth and be honest about things. So, Mike, uh, Ken Reed used to do my old show, uh, which is known as Total Sports. He was part of my Trainwreck Tuesday shows. Uh, and no surprise if you know his personality. Love him because he was very self-deprecating. I have an appreciation for guys that sort of look at themselves in that manner. Uh, he was on with Terry Ryan, so he was the smaller of the two personalities. He used to join us for, for that. That is hard to imagine, but he is so easy to talk to. And, I mean, again, self-deprecating. He's got his pucks in deep and his... We literally, we get laughing so hard before we go on that we have to settle her down. Uh, yeah. Similar to the conversations that we have, you just get used to talking and there's a chemistry you have with certain people. And even last night we were filming this State of the Nation thing and we got laughing so hard and he was introducing me to, uh, uh, through the computer, to Ivanka Osmak and the chemistry they have. And we were telling so many stories about, we were talking about slap shot and things off the cuff and he didn't know i told him back just to segue but i mean I, I literally my last game as a coach in the ontario hockey league i um i saw the writing on the wall that things were coming down and we were playing against jason spez and miss ice dogs my uh, one of my wedding party members jimmy Halton, was coaching the ice dogs at the time and i knew that if we lost the game i was getting the pipe so the hansen brothers were there as guests and I brought the Hansons into the room and did my whole pregame verbatim, the whole scene where, you know, hey, boys, what are you going to do? And the Hansons yeah. were just barking away. Put on a foil, coach. Put on the foil, Lady Shore. Anyways, the guys went out. We outshot the Missouri guys. They started 60 to 10. Spezza scored in overtime, and I got fired after the game. So. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's, that's the business. And the- Mark, Os- Mark Osborne was laughing so hard, and then he started crying. He goes, "That was you always go down your last game of coaching in the Ontario Hockey you think you had the hands and give your pregame speech so uh, that's, that's beauty uh all right so hey a couple observations and you tell me whether or not you agree or disagree 
Have we? Uh, is is it clear now? We're seeing a higher premium on high end picks than ever before. I mean, we saw. You used to see maybe three, four, five first round draft, you know, six or seven some years end up flying. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I sense that there was a lot of reluctance uh, from NHL organizations to. I mean, Tampa Bay, you get it. They're they're they won last year. They can win again. The Leafs are in a win now mode, but there seemed to be far greater reluctance in the past than to move off the first round picks what do you think i, I agree and I, ha- I had this conversation um with a with a, a management person in the in a, in a canadian market. and we just we talked about and it, it's really unfortunate but there are actually some markets for free agents that aren't as attractive anymore right. um you know it, to even think the fact that someone wouldn't want to play for the Edmonton Oilers with their rich, rich tradition but even our some markets like winnipeg it's tough for them to attract the top free agents so the premium they've got to really nail their first round picks and uh, and grow and homegrown talent so i mean you've got to be pretty certain before you throw those picks into a deal whether there's a covid draft or what have you so yeah i believe they were there's a there's a certain level of uh, preciousness attached to those things it's a little unique to certain markets because the value of Getting that pick, especially if it's a like, especially at this stage where people haven't even jockeyed and it's not a permanent slot, you'd hate to get a pick and you know have it not have the same value because the team goes on a winning streak or something. So it's a difficult time to uh, to to move that pick, not knowing exactly where you're going to be picking. And then you see last year, I mean, what was it two years ago where some Ottawa ended up. You know, oh, yeah. it was San, San Jose's, and all of a sudden, you know, things just one thing goes off the hinges, and all of a sudden, it's, it's in the first three picks overall. It's, it's tough to handle. So you just got to be cautious. Just be cautious about it. But I agree. I mean, you could see teams like Toronto and Tampa just they're throwing all their cards in. And I, I mean, I certainly like what they've done. But the cupboard is, yeah, hopefully, you know, it's got to be a payoff. Only one team is going to win, and somebody's going to be left with a bit of an empty cupboard. So, uh, yeah. It was the uh, Matthew Shane trade to Ottawa that Joe Sackick uh, and I'm sure Chris McFarland and Craig Billington assisted in that process. I mean, just the way they orchestrated that, they ended up getting a fourth overall pick, Ottawa's pick out of that. I mean, it's just crazy how that shook down. Uh, The L.A. Kings, now you worked how long? 12 years, 14 years for the Kings in around that range? Uh, Yep. 14, something like that. Okay. They are an interesting team. I mean, uh, their farm team right now, Mike, in Ontario, uh, the, I, I saw the last time they played the Bakersfield Condors, they had seven first or second round picks at forward. Four first rounders at the farm. I mean, you could say Leah Anderson's no longer a first rounder, but they had Byfield. They had Terracott. They had Kupari in the lineup. Uh, they had a kill Thomas in the lineup. Uh, they had the Russian kid that can really shoot the puck as well that they got in the second round of Vancouver a couple of years ago is I mean do you think there will be a temptation in Los Angeles and we found out today Jack Eichel's being shut down for the year with Buffalo uh, Caramanos is going to go in and join uh, Kevin Adams in Buffalo could you foresee a scenario where the LA Kings would maybe circumvent what a lot of people felt was going to be a lengthy rebuild and step up and move a couple of those pieces to go get Jack Eichel uh, yes I mean, they're definitely a team. I mean, Mark Kennedy's done a wonderful job stacking the shelves there. And uh, and I think, I mean, he, he can only build for so long. I mean, I mean, it's been difficult. I know with, there's no fans in the stands, and it doesn't seem like it. But, I mean, once you, you, we had that couple Stanley Cups, and, the, and the, really that market, with all the relevance of, like, when the Lakers were, we were very fortunate at the time that we were really hot. 
the Lakers weren't very good, the Clippers weren't very good, the Dodgers were down. So we became, you know, we became the championship team in town. Now all those teams are kind of rocking it. You know, the Dodgers won the championship, the Lakers won the championship. So the Kings have been allowed to quietly, you know, rebuild. But when when there's fans in the stands, you're going to have to start winning hockey games to to get that dollar and and have that that market filled. And I think. With all of those, there's not room for all of those. It's great on the, to look on the wall, but it, there's not room for all of those players to play. Um, and certainly, you know, coming up when you've got guys like Drew Doughty and and Anze Kopitar, who's who's uh, who are in their prime, but they're on the second half of their prime. You want to maybe try and capitalize. Those are your big money men. You want to capitalize on those guys when they still got some left in the tank. And maybe blending with some of the young assets that are in the lineup and then adding a piece uh, that's much more proven and ready to go in the superstar form of a, I mean, you certainly want to do your homework on all of Eichel's, you know, whether it's his personality, whether it's his, his history of injuries and stuff like that to make sure you're getting the real deal. But from all accounts, this is a special, special hockey player who I think would shine in a market like Los Angeles as opposed to where he seems to have it seems to keep hitting walls in Buffalo. It just seemed to be insurmountable, but we'll see. That'll be a big deal for a guy like Kevin Adams. I mean, that's a big chip to play. So you got to make sure that you, I mean, things didn't go exceptionally well with the hall trades. You certainly want to make sure that you get market value for Jack Eichel. Final question for longtime LA Kings executive, Mike Futa, who does some work uh, with Sportsnet. I'd just like to get your assessment on the Edmonton Oilers. And basically, uh, Reading between the lines, I mean, Ken Holland's pretty much stated it. Slight addition, and this is an important offseason for Edmonton with some cap space. But how would you assess the Oilers' body of work? I, you know what? I'm, I'm not one that's going to question Ken Holland. but I, uh, Because, I mean, I've been outspoken in the past, and it's not that I don't think he's a, a good goaltender at all, but I just think that some of the contracts he inherited – you know, he's still dealing with. And uh, you, you've got, I think the only person that really matters is what Connor McDavid feels. I, I use the analogy because if all of a sudden Hellenbeck gets hot in the first round uh, and the Oilers are out early, I just think, I mean, I, I don't know how long his patience will last. I, I mean, I know I'm, that's a, obviously a conversation that, that Kenny would be having with Connor, but for all those years, you've got to make sure. I know Ken's going to have some cap space to be creative. Um, you know, it's it's a market that, you know, I think if Connor McDavid and Drysdale, you're going to be able to draw some big time people that want to win cups and capitalize on the greatness of that that duo. That being said, for years Alex Ovechkin yep. was playing in far too many World Hockey Championships. Uh, either just missing the playoffs or being out early enough to catch that plane and get to get to the world championships after an early first round exit and Connor McDavid, you know, clearly is someone who's putting himself in the echelon of a going to be talked about when he's done about one of the best players in the history of the game. Uh, and you got to know that all of those guys that have shone have had the opportunity to go up to center ice and pick up the big Lord Stanley. And, and he's not going to want himself defined by someone who hasn't had an opportunity to win Stanley Cup some multiple times. So it'll be interesting. Uh, if anybody, you can't doubt the championship uh, pedigree of Ken Holland and his ability to win championships, but he's going to have to get the process moving here to keep Connor hungry and happy in Edmonton. Mike, great stuff. Let's hope it's only four months, not 18, okay? <laughs> Let's go two, Trent. 
two and a half, three. All right, well, you know what? If that feel happens, like, feel like, feel like if, you're at an auction. Yeah, uh, if it is two or two and a half, you know one thing: we're going to be call, uh, calling to get you on the show. Thanks for your time, Mike. Thanks, Dolph. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. You bet. That is Mike Feud, a longtime LA Kings executive uh, winner of two Stanley Cups as an assistant general manager, was involved uh, in their scouting for a number of years. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell when we come back. Brian Lott, the former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, now with the NHL Network. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.